an asteroid hurtling towards Earth, a chance meeting at a farmer's market, an adorably awkward middle manager, and a whole lot of heart make up No Tomorrow, a short-lived but worthwhile comedy. Let's dive into this episode of Lasers and Lockets, the podcast that celebrates strong and complex female characters in science fiction and fantasy entertainment. This is episode 68. Welcome or welcome back to the show. I am your ever-friendly neighborhood host, Lee. Before we dive into this wild alt-present world of no tomorrow, just a quick note. If you haven't taken a moment to subscribe, please consider doing so on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. It's free and it takes just a few seconds to do. It really helps our show out. Please also consider leaving us a review if you're interested in the show or sharing it with your friends who are passionate and nerdy as we are about powerful female characters. All right, let's get on with the show tonight. Tonight's episode centers around the 2016 short-lived CW TV series called No Tomorrow. The series follows Evie, an awkward, charming, obsessively organized middle manager at an Amazon-like company called Cybermart. After a chance encounter at a farmer's market over an eggplant, with an admittedly devilishly handsome, though increasingly wildly bearded, uh, Australian fellow, Evie's world is turned upside down when Xavier tells her they only have eight months to live as an asteroid is hurtling towards Earth. The two embark upon a passionate love affair while attempting to complete all the items in their apocalysts, as they call them, before impact day. An apocalypse is what Xavier calls a little notebook that he keeps full of things he wants to do before he dies. They're things that he's always been too scared to handle or face, and they go in the apocalypse. The series is exactly as goofy and light as you might imagine, but there's just something about it that made me change my outlook on life, especially in light of the incredible turmoil and uncertainty going on in our world right now. No Tomorrow is a perfect perfect show to watch during this time, I feel. While most of the characters are pretty flat or very one-dimensional, which is kind of expected with a show like this, there are a couple of characters that I wanted to point out, but mostly the lead character is really the one we get to see the depth and range of. But uh, first I wanted to mention Karima. So uh, Karima is kind of the jaded, cold, and snarky customer service rep at Cybermart. She's spiteful and always thought she was doing the bare minimum to keep her job, but they actually love her because she doesn't take any crap from the customers and she had the lowest return rate of any of the agents in the company. In spite of her annoyance with Evie's overly positive outlook on life, Karima's friends with her and with a few other people at Cybermart. And I just, that's one of the things I love about the series is all the very random misfits in their area of the work warehouse and really just the way the warehouse in general. There's a lots of very random uh, misfits there. Karima is frosty on the exterior, but she definitely has a heart of gold on the inside. At least I think so. 
Even though she gets reluctantly pulled into drama all the time around her, she often ends up doing the right thing to help someone because she actually cares about them and that's the way that she wants to show she cares about them. Karima is kind of interesting because her brother brings back a girl from, I can't remember where, maybe Brazil or something like that, for a green card marriage, but Karima actually ends up falling in love with her and uh, so they end up getting married and her brother is uh, devastated, of course, because he actually is in love with her too. But so it's, an, it's a whole drama. Um, but Karima, it, she really does care about her brother and her family. And I kind of loved that we get to see a little bit of a glimpse of that, even though, I mean, the series was only 13 episodes long. But I do really love that we get to see a little bit of, of Karima's depth uh, through through this, the course of just those 13 episodes. I had hoped that we would get to know more about her in the future, but because of the cancellation, we'll never know too much. Now, the cool thing about No Tomorrow is that in spite of it getting canceled, the CW actually released an extended 13th episode with a little epilogue on it so that we know what happens at the end because it's kind of left on a cliffhanger. If you just watch a standard, the standard episode, it's, it's quite a cliffhanger. But um, yeah, they released the full 13th episode with a little extra epilogue on the end. So you can definitely, um, you can definitely see kind of what happens with Karima and, and lots of the other characters as well. Another character I wanted to mention briefly is Deirdre. So Deirdre is the manager uh, of that particular Cybermart warehouse. And uh, Evie is her middle manager. Um, and uh, Deirdre is really interesting because at the beginning of the series, she is just a very cold and they call her dragon breath. Um, but she's a very cold and socially awkward person. And she never gets any less socially awkward uh, through the entire course of the series. But she does grow quite a bit. And she takes direction from people like Evie and uh, the gentleman that she falls in love with in the warehouse. Um, but she's an interesting character. She is a little one-dimensional kind of um I don't know. She's not a she's not a great character, but I did still find her kind of enjoyable and amusing through the course of of the series. Okay, so let's dive into the character that I really want to talk about because she is really the bread and butter of the whole series and is really the reason why I ended up falling in love with the series in the first place. So let's talk about Evie Covington. Evie is played by the absolutely endearing Canadian actress Tori Anderson. You may recognize her as the incredibly tall, charming, and awkward, lovable DIA-turned-FBI agent Kate Whistler on NCIS Hawaii. And she may be the entire reason why I gave NCIS franchise a try again. There is just something about Tori Anderson that sucks me into every role she plays. She plays relatable and endearing and charming and genuinely kind in almost everything I've ever seen her act in, and I love that. But she can also play devious and mis mischievous too if you take a look at her role in Blind Spot as well. Whether it's a Hallmark or Lifetime Christmas movie, a guest spot on my beloved Warehouse 13, or a recurring character on Blind Spot, or... or a strong DIA agent you're always rooting for in NCIS Hawaii. 
Tori Anderson's characters are always relatable and human. Tori brings some special sauce to her characters and you cannot help but fall in love. Evie Covington is absolutely no exception to that. I have never related to a character more than Evie. At work, she's an uptight overachiever who is trying her darndest to get a promotion to run the Cyber Cares program without rocking the boat too much. She has plans for her life and also a super boring, quiet, but head over heels in love with her boyfriend. You might actually recognize him as Brainy from Supergirl. But Evie sort of has a plan for her life and a family that she's close to and loves as well. All of this changes, though, when she meets Xavier at a farmer's market over an eggplant, if I remember correctly. It might have been some other sort of gourd or uh, vegetable, but... uh, After she returns some disgusting beer to him in a shipping mix-up, Evie ends up staying with Xavier, and he tells her that he predicted an asteroid hitting the Earth in eight months. Initially, she's incredibly skeptical, but eventually believes that Xavier believes he's right, and she's willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. Evie is a good person through and through. And it's one thing that makes her character super endearing. She has always colored inside the lines, and she has things on her apocalypse, like do something illegal for the greater good. But the thing I love about Evie is that she believes in people. She believes in their dreams and wants to help them achieve it. Whether it's Xavier and the apocalypse happening, or it's her friends at work, um, it's just a really cool character trait of her. She doesn't quite always believe in her own dreams, but you know that she has them too. And that's one of the the great things that Xavier does for her is he helps her to live in the moment. You see, Evie sort of has always had a wild side in in her. And I think we all sort of do. We all have sort of things we wish we could do. Um, and, And I think that's where Xavier really helps her is he helps her to see that it's okay to try things that are outside the box to live her life instead of just watching it kind of pass by. And uh, and I love that about their relationship. Evie really comes into her own as you progress through the series. The constant thread of discord, though, in their relationship is that Evie was willing to live in the moment, but she could also picture a future with Xavier. She didn't want to lose her family or her friends or her life or any of that. But she still cared about Xavier, loved him even, uh, enough to believe in what he was saying. But the tricky thing was is that Xavier was initially unwilling to entertain any sort of future with her. He was only willing to live in the moment, which is you know kind of a frustrating thing. When you love somebody, you want to spend eternity with them. You you don't want it to end in just eight months. And so I think that that's one of the really powerful things about Evie is that Evie likes to make plans. She likes to think about the future and she's driven. And while she might be floundering at her job, you really see her start to grow and progress by the end of the series. And you're just rooting for her to succeed and you're rooting for the asteroid to not hit the planet so that they can go on living their full lives throughout the series something that i really loved is that we got to know and understand evie alongside her 
it's really like a self-discovery story on top of a really fun romance and comedy. And I found myself thinking about how I could learn to live more present and less in the anxious future. That's one of the funny things about anxiety is that it's about the future. It's never about something that's happening right at that moment. It's always about the fear of something in the future. And this series really focus really focuses on learning who you are and uh, really tr- learning to live your life out loud. And uh, it's really interesting because I found I even found myself as I was watching the series writing down my own apocalypse, if you will, of things that I've always been too scared to do, but I really want to do. And I think that that's a great thing. If there is nothing else that comes out of this series, then that for you is to try to live your life now instead of waiting for the next big thing or the next big job or that next raise that you're going to get or whatever it may be then I think the show did its job. You know, that's the that's the beauty of it is you grow alongside Evie. And I find that to be a wonderful thing. I believe, like Evie, in the future. I believe in making plans and loving people with your whole heart. And not because I believe the world is going to end just yet, But I believe that it's so much better to live like we're going to get through everything scary and overwhelming instead of just watching life pass us by. And I think that that was such a powerful part of the story and a powerful part of Evie's character is that by the end of the series, you see how strong and how independent and brave Evie is, how she's unwilling to blindly follow someone ever again. She's not willing to settle for something that doesn't make her happy anymore. And I love that for her. And I love that about her character. And I love that she did it with grace and kindness and genuine care and concern and love for those around her. And I think that that is such a powerful thing uh, about a character on television is that, you know, a character like Evie can make you consider how you're living your life right now and how you want to live it in the future. One of the other things that I really love about Evie's character, and, it, and it's something that grows uh, as she progresses through the series, is that at the beginning of the series, she's afraid to take a chance and to do something outside of what she wanted to do. But I think the the key thing that her character learns as you as you progress through the series, is that it's okay to make a mistake. It's okay to do something wrong for once. And it's okay to knock yourself out on a pogo stick. <laughs> um, there's, I laughed out loud so many times while I was watching the series, and that was one of those moments, because that would so be me. I would decide that I wanted to, I've always wanted to ride a pogo stick or something like that. And I would somehow knock myself out on it. But Evie is me. I mean, that's, that's the funny thing about that character is that's exactly something that I would do. But that's the beauty of a character like Evie is that you see her work through those things and you see that it's okay to make a mistake, to do something stupid 
And it's okay. You're going to get back up again eventually. I mean, you know, unless it's like a really, really tragic mistake. But that's the the wonderful thing is you can't let the fear of making a mistake stop you from living your life the way that you believe is the right thing to do. And uh, yeah, I just absolutely love that about this character and about this series. So should you watch No Tomorrow? Yes. <laughs> I mean, you have to have the proper expectations. It is a lighthearted comedy. It has some awkward moments. Evie is glorious. Such a wonderful character. Xavier is good. Uh, I find him like vaguely annoying at points because I can see Evie growing and him just staying the same the whole time. But he does grow eventually. And that's a that's a wonderful thing, too. But should you watch it? I think so. I think that it gives the right amount of hope right now. And in the world that we're living in right now, No Tomorrow, which the name is really quite funny, uh, if you think about it in, in context of everything going on. But No Tomorrow is one of those series that really has helped me to kind of restore my faith in humanity and my desire to live my life instead of just watching it pass me by. And I hope that it does the same for you guys. If you're interested in watching it, you can find the entire series on Netflix. The epilogue is not on Netflix, um, so you'll have to, to search that out yourself. I ended up reading it because I could not find it anywhere. I don't know. The CW app doesn't even have it, um, even on the CW Seed stuff, probably because the series was canceled so quickly it's not even on CW. But Netflix has it down here, and uh, I would highly, highly recommend. It is the series that really has helped me to feel uh, free again, free, creative, whatever it may be. Uh, but I, I've really enjoyed it. And it's very light on the sci-fi stuff, but it's a little apocalyptic. There's some, you know, prepper stuff going on in it. And there's some proper humor and, and funny stuff going on. I'd highly, highly recommend. So instead of a question of the episode this time, gentle listeners, I'm going to issue you a challenge. Get yourself a little moleskin or a little notebook. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be big. Something that you can fit in your pocket and start writing down things that you have always been too scared to do, but you really want to. Something maybe that you've been putting off forever because it's something scary or it's something that you are afraid to do, whether it's apologizing to somebody that you've wronged in the past or doing something fun, like a pogo stick, or, um, you know, riding a tube down, you know, going tubing in the winter, or trying to do something good for somebody else, whatever it may be. But start writing your own apocalypse of things that you would love to do. Not because the world is ending or because the world is a terrible place, but because you believe in the, the potential for a better future. And uh, I think that it I think that it can help. It can def definitely help. So I know this has been a little bit different of an episode, uh, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. That's it for this episode of Lasers and Lockets. And we'll catch you back here in a couple of weeks uh, or more, depending on how long it takes me to watch the next series. But 
I cannot wait to discuss that series with you then, whatever it may be. And I hope you all are staying safe and healthy and that you're taking care of one another. Get your nerd on and be awesome. All right.